0: Hey, everybody, welcome to a night of Bible study. It's an exciting time at Tree of Life Church because we're planning the reopening of Tree of Life Church. As you know, June 7th is going to be a great day, 9.30 a.m. and 11.30 a.m. We're asking that everybody RSVP who plans on attending, I want to reiterate also that we understand a lot of people uh, may not feel comfortable just yet uh, attending And we certainly don't want anybody to be uh, put at risk. We're taking precautions as people come to make sure that that we have people a safe distance from one another. We're asking that uh, people refrain from shaking hands and uh, hugging. Uh, But give plenty of air hugs. Air hugs are great. Apostolic air hugs will work just fine. Uh, but right now we need, to, we need to let things settle down before we make physical contact with one another. And, uh, but we're looking forward to seeing those who are able to come on June 7th. And we ask those who are not able, and, uh, and, and there's no pressure uh, at all. We want you to understand that. But we do want uh, you to join in via live stream. Uh, this has been a, a, just a blessed uh, technology that God has given us that we're able to utilize in this time of being unable to gather together and we're going to continue to utilize this technology and uh, God's going to bless his people for it in Jesus name. So we're looking forward to it. Uh, we'll be continuing to provide information to you as that date approaches uh, as to what will uh, be expected in terms of guidelines and things of that nature because we do want to make it a safe and healthy uh, environment for everybody who is attending. We're we see the numbers declining, uh, but they're not, they're, this isn't gone yet. Uh, somebody said that most car accidents take place uh, about five miles from a person's house. And, and they, they suspect that the reason that is is because people grow so comfortable as they near their home that they, they let their guard down and they don't uh, maybe practice absolute concentration. I don't want that to happen in this situation. Uh, we don't want to get this close to things beginning to be eradicated and then by virtue of maybe not being careful, uh, somebody gets sick. We just want to make sure that we do everything we can to, uh, to put our best foot forward knowing that God will take care of the rest and, uh, and we're just going to take it one step at a time and uh, things are going to be good. In Jesus' name, we're looking forward to it. But tonight, I just want to talk to you about what to do between now and then. I want to talk to you on the subject, clean hands and a pure heart. Clean hands and a pure heart. The, the scripture teaches us in the book of Psalm 24 and verse number 3. It says, who shall ascend into the hill of the Lord? Or who shall stand in his holy place? That's quite a lofty, uh, quite a lofty positioning. And the psalmist said, who, who can do that? Who shall uh, ascend into the hill of the Lord or who shall stand in this holy place? Now, we know that that's actually a question, the answer to which is Jesus. Jesus is the only one who can ascend into the hill of the Lord, and he's the only one who shall stand in the holy place. But, But the answer given in Psalm 24 and verse 4 said, He that hath clean hands and a pure heart, who hath not lifted up his soul unto vanity nor sworn deceitfully, he shall receive the blessing from the Lord and righteousness from the God of his salvation. Now, we know lately there's been a lot of talk about clean hands, the washing of hands, talk about not touching your face, talking about maintaining a proper distance so that you don't accidentally uh, take upon yourself some kind of a virus or bacteria. That's not Exactly what the psalmist is referring to, but we'll take it. Amen. We want to have clean hands, uh, natural and spiritual. He talks about clean hands in the sense that, hey, if you've got if you've got uh, something in your life that is that is not right, you need to you need to remove that. You need to wash your hands. And so there's there's this guilt that can be associated with a person who has committed sin. And because all of us have sinned and all of us come short of the glory of God, none of us are qualified to have clean hands. Therefore, none of us are able to ascend into the hill of the Lord on our own. This is why we need Jesus because he does have clean hands. He never committed sin. He's perfect. He's the perfect lamb. He's the perfect high priest. He's the perfect substitute. And so he has clean hands and a pure heart. If you and I want to ascend into the hill of the Lord, we have to go by way of Jesus. He said, I am the way. I am the truth and I am the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. And so for us to have clean hands, You can go wash your hands all you want to. You can sing, thank God for the blood for 20 seconds or happy birthday, they said to sing for 20 seconds. And then you've washed your hands sufficiently to remove the virus. I want you to know there's no amount of good you can do to cleanse your hands from whatever sin you've committed in your life. Only the blood of Jesus Christ can remove the sin stain off of our lives. And so... He that hath clean hands is the individual who's in Jesus Christ. And he that has a pure heart is an individual whose heart has been made pure. Not by their own willpower, not by their own disciplines, not by their own righteousness, but by Jesus Christ. He goes on to say, he shall receive the blessing from the Lord. He shall receive righteousness from the God of his salvation. Our righteousness does not come from our own good deeds, Our righteousness comes from the God of our salvation, and then the good deeds are the good works that follow after He has imputed His righteousness unto us. So between now and when we gather together again to worship for those who will be gathering, and those who will be gathering but doing so by watching the live stream, I want to encourage you to take this opportunity to purify your heart, to to not just have a a sanitation of of your physical environment. We've all become much more conscientious of that in the last couple of months. Even if you you weren't as worried about the virus, you have had no choice but to be made more conscientious about having a sanitized environment around you. And so I want to talk to you about just, just sanitizing not just your environment, but your heart and your mind and your spirit. The book of James talks to us a little bit about that. In James chapter 4, verse 7, there's a great verse of Scripture, and there's a few verses that follow I want to bring to your attention. He says, submit yourselves therefore to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. In this process of these couple of months, you've had more than your share of bouts with the devil, whether it be a devil of depression, or whether it be a devil of fear, or whether it be a devil of of unfortunate circumstances, or even a devil of disease, it is incumbent upon us to realize we don't have to put up with the devil's attacks. We can submit ourselves to God, and by doing so, we then resist the devil, and the devil will flee from us. That's a promise. That's That's not something you're just hopeful for, that is a promise. I will submit myself to God. I will resist this unclean devil. And as a result, he will flee from me. It's not enough just to resist the devil. You have to submit yourself, therefore, to God, then resist the devil, and the devil will flee from you. He says, draw nigh to God. I hope you've done that in this quarantine. I hope you continue to do it. I hope you do it when when the pressure's off. I hope you'll do it when things normalize, that you'll continue to draw near to God. He said, if you'll do it, He will draw near to you. He said in verse 8, James did, cleanse your hands, ye sinners. Purify your hearts, you double-minded. That's the answer to, to the sinner's conundrum. Cleanse your hands. Go to God in prayer repent and be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ and say, Lord, I need you to wash me from the guilt that exists in my life. Cleanse me from this impurity. Cleanse me from this sin that is in my heart. Cleanse your hands and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Double-mindedness is a matter of the impurity of the heart. When our heart becomes pure, we lose that double-mindedness. And a double-minded man is unstable in all of his ways. But when the heart is pure, the mind becomes singular, and you're not living a double life anymore, and you're not playing the hypocrite anymore, purifying our hearts. And God cleanses us from the double-mindedness. He said, be afflicted. And mourn and weep. He's talking about seriousness. Don't take it lighthearted. This is a serious matter. Yeah, we can have fun. Yeah, we, 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 we have a joyful, make a joyful noise and we have a joyful spirit. But, but when it comes to the things of God, be afflicted and mourn and weep. Let your laughter be turned to mourning, the scripture says here. And your joy to heaviness. Don't Don't just... Don't just take this light-hearted, but, but let this be a serious thing. I, I, I think it's important that we understand, and, and this isn't negative. Don't misunderstand. This is an optimistic message. But, but it's important that we understand that this is a serious thing when we're talking about living for God, and that this is a, 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 a somber thing. We come to God, and we don't, we don't do it playing games. Uh, we, we do it with a seriousness of heart. There's a reason why, if you grew up in the church, there's a reason why they told you to, to be respectful and, and listen and they would shush you, telling you to pay attention and, because there's a sacredness and there's a seriousness. He said, be afflicted and mourn and weep and let your laughter be turned to mourning and your joy to heaviness. Humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord And he shall lift you up. You don't have to lift up yourself. The Lord will lift you up. Humble yourself in the sight of the Lord, and he shall lift you up. Now it goes back to the seventh verse Submit yourselves therefore to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Humble yourselves in the sight of God, and he will lift you up. He'll lift you up above your adversary. He'll lift you up above your enemy. Whatever you're going through right now, if you're dealing with fear or concern, if you're dealing with depression or anxiety, if you're whatever it is that you're dealing with, humble yourself in the sight of God and say, Lord, I don't know how to handle this. I need you to give me the strength. I need you to give me what I need to go forward. So between now and June 7th, I think all of us as a church, as a congregation, we need to pray and humble ourselves and submit ourselves to God. And, 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 and as the sun begins to shine because summer is, up, is coming upon us, spring is in full swing and the sun is shining and, and, and people are getting out and about, I, I want us to, to concentrate our minds on the Lord and say, Lord. I'm not going to turn my back on you just because I feel like things are easing up a little bit. I'm going to maintain that focus. I'm going to maintain that humility before you. Remember, remember when things were uncertain, when you weren't quite so sure how things were going to turn out. And don't let this moment where where restrictions are easing, Turn into a sigh of relief to the point that you forget your reliance and dependency on God. Stay focused on Him. We're coming into the the last days. The Bible says that, that now it is high time to awake out of sleep for now. Now, not then, now is our salvation nearer than when we believed. So today is the day of salvation. This is the day the Lord has made. Don't let a day go by that you don't say, Lord, cleanse my hands, purify my heart, let me be humble before you, let me submit myself to you. That's what I want us to do as we prepare our hearts to come back for a reopening. I want us, and God wants us, to purify our heart, humble ourselves, and be ready to go forward in the name of Jesus Christ. I want you to know that God is with us. He's giving us guidance. He has given us guidance every step of this journey. And every step we've taken, we've taken with confidence that the Lord is with us. And that's the way it's going to be in this occasion as well. So cleanse your hands. Do that with hand sanitizer. Do that with soap and water. But even more importantly, do that with repentance. And do that with submission to God. And purify your hearts. Amen. Just as you would scrub down the countertop and and the surfaces that, that they were encouraging us to make sure that our surfaces are clean so that there's no way the virus can be on it. Purify your hearts. In the same way, humbling yourself before God, submitting yourself to him, and watch the devil run from you. Watch the devil flee from you. Remember, hear this, remember, you have power over the coronavirus. You have power over depression. You have power over fear in the name of Jesus Christ. Cleanse your hands, purify your hearts, and let the Lord do a great work in your life. Let's pray together in Jesus' name. Lord, I thank you. For the Tree of Life Church, I thank you for your people who are so faithful and so, so focused on serving you. I thank you for bringing us back together. And Lord, I pray you'll comfort those who may not be in a position just yet to return. And I ask, Lord, that you'll put a divine hedge of protection around all of us as we practice both wisdom and boldness in going forward. We thank you for this, and we give you the praise and the glory for you, O oh Lord, are worthy to be praised. In Jesus' name we pray and ask all of these things. In the precious name of the Lord, amen and amen. Thank you for tuning in tonight. God bless you. We'll look forward to seeing you on Pentecost Sunday. I do want to announce that on Pentecost Sunday night, you don't want to miss it. At 7 o'clock, we're going to be enjoying the ministry of Dr. David Bernard, General Superintendent of the United Pentecostal Church International and Bishop Theodore Brooks, the presiding bishop of the Pentecostal Assemblies of the World, two wonderful men of God who will be declaring the word of the Lord to us. You don't want to miss that at 7 o'clock on Sunday night. God bless you in Jesus' name.